In times of crisis and anxiety, our vision becomes limited and our horizons get much shorter. Our concern is for those immediately around us and the news we consume focuses on local or national matters. This is the season we are in at the moment, but as Christians we know that we need to be concerned for our brothers and sisters in the global church. And Inner Vista exists to grow life-changing leadership in hard-to-reach and unlikely places. So we wanted to bring you the perspective from one of those places where the need for good leadership is as great as ever. Maricella is our national director in Moldova, one of the poorest countries in Europe and formerly part of the Soviet Union. In our conversation, she reflects on 2019 and the impact of training church leaders last year. Then she tells us about the effects COVID-19 is having on the leaders she's worked with and on Moldova as a whole. I think there are two key takeaways from our conversation which should challenge and inspire us. Firstly, that the instinct of church leaders was to just look after members of the church congregation and Maricella is working with leaders to broaden their horizons back out to encompass the whole community. Secondly, she sees people becoming hungry for God through this crisis and her thoughts are turning to her role in equipping churches to be ready for the end of lockdown and how they can gather in those who are seeking. I hope you're encouraged as together we learn about leading in difficult times and places. Uh, hi Maricella, can you start by just introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about your, you and your family? Yes, I have uh, five children, four biological and uh, the eldest one is in foster care for uh, 10 years, soon will be 10 years. I started to work for Novista in February, March. After I passed the temple course, and uh, I was very happy about this course because it's a pr practical course. It um, helped me a lot, and uh, it, this course helped my church to develop. That's why I decided to work with Inovista. I, I saw the results. We live in Kishinev, in the city. I, I, I am a worship leader in my church. Uh, my husband uh, is a youth leader. Uh, in the church and uh, also we have a home church in our home with uh, a young person uh, about uh, 12 15 person um, uh, we love very much young person <laughs> it's our passion <laughs> leadership um, worship and the young person it's our love <laughs> um, now we have one more worker it uh, his name is Dima. He's a young person too. He has 25 and um, he fits very well in, in Novista because we work with young person and um, he's responsible for this group. He can understand them, he can uh, um, lead them. He's most um, closer to them like ages, but uh, he's, um, he has a big experience. He works for different uh, organizations. He worked a lot of youth with, in um, universities. In, he's a prepared person in this area. And um, 
he is a great help. He has a lot of relationship with pastors, with uh, uh, organization, and it helps to know what what is happening in in our community. Yes, and now it's important that we are not not I'm uh, not I'm not alone <laughs> because we have a lot of work, uh, individual work because we have to phone uh, every leader and it takes more time and it's perfect that we are two and we can um, work together in this uh, in this time. So Maricella, if we'd been having this conversation before Christmas, before COVID, what would you have told me about Moldova? It was a time when uh, it was supposed to go in churches and to um, present uh, Innovista because we are new. We have one year now in February. Yeah. No, not in February, in May we'll have, yes, when, when we started here in Moldova. Uh, we had meetings every week with teams from Tempo and uh, once a month we had a big meeting with all the teams. Mm, it was different. <laughs> we had a lot of plans. Yes. Uh, every team has uh, uh, had activities with uh, because I, I had um, a, a tempo cohort with young. They had meetings where um, me and Dima um, uh, visited these meetings and um, helped them after the meetings. We discussed. We um, it was one in a month. Yeah. Uh, we were to visit. It was different pictures, and uh, after New Year, after in in 2020, we planned to do a lot of work <laughs> with churches, and now everything changed. Can you tell us about some of the training that you did with uh, the churches? Uh, to tell about trainings, mm -hmm. yes. I had trainings with leaders too from churches. We are in touch now too. These trainings were very interesting and because it was different pastors from different churches, uh, from Baptist Church, Pentecostal Church and Charismatic Church in the same time, in the yes. same room. Very good. And from, for, for Moldova, it, it is not usual. And it was very easy to get with them in touch. I was in um, their church too, to visit them, to see how they work, how, how they are, to help them at some events. They have uh, some evangelic, a program from unbelievers. Hmm. And uh, I was and helped with them with tea. I said, okay, I want to, to come not like a specialist, but like to, to help you. And what do you need? And uh, they said, and I helped them. To, to live with them, to feel with them what they are doing. It was very good <laughs> for me. I, yes, and I met other pastors because I, if I, I, uh, at this event came other pastors from other regions and uh, I, I could get in touch with them, make some relationships and uh, it was planned to do some trainings with them. Now we stopped because of our situation and uh, it's about pastors, about uh, young. It's easier, more easier to work with them. Uh, they are more open. It's the same situation. They are from different churches. We have Baptist and Pentecostal at the youth. Uh, we have four teams uh, at this temple and we uh, 
uh, have not finished it, we have two more meetings and we have to decide how to do it <laughs> because I had meeting with them separately, but I want, I, I, I'm now I'm looking how to do this meeting with them, maybe through technique, but with all the teams to keep this uh, form. We'll see if we, if we can do it. You mentioned that the, the training, it was a tempo training. And, and I know a little bit about tempo, that it's about uh, people coming to, leaders coming together and, and it's kind of an ex, they experience the training rather than sit there and just learn. Could you tell us a little bit more about what makes tempo training different than other training that may be available for these pastors? This is different because um, it's very interactive. Uh, we have some um, some teaching, but after that we have a lot of practice. And uh, for them, uh, for the pastors especially, it was very interesting <laughs> because they have to move, they have to do some activities, and it's not usual for them. Maybe it's not usual when somebody said, uh, "Okay, you have to do." this now <laughs> some practical but in the end they uh, in, in the end of every workshop uh, the most they enjoyed was these practical um, activities because uh, they saw what problems and where they have to work and uh, sometimes they were they were very sad and i said okay you are tired and he said no we are not tired but we see how much work we have to do and how uh, how many things we uh, we have not uh, saw, uh, seen before now about strategy, about um, uh, goals, about purpose, about discipleship. And uh, it was encouraging for them, but in the same times it was challenging for them. In the same times they have homework. I phoned them and I said, okay, how is your homework? Do you need some help? Uh, and when they came to other workshop, they have to work at home. And it was good because they worked with all the church. And uh, it was not only an information, but in the end of the temple, um, every team has purpose because in the beginning they, they didn't have it. They have purpose, vision, and they work on strategy. Now, and the strategy changed because I found and I said, okay, it's not the same strategy because we see the situation is changing and we have to change too. It's, it's very different because they have to work, not only to listen and then to forget all the information, but they have to work. And we made these activities in the beginning, they said, oh, okay, like, like with children, but in the end they said, okay, we, we missed it so much, we, we need these activities because it's, uh, they, these activities makes them to be open to not be close and uh, maybe emotional too <laughs> and um, it, it was a difference of tempo and other trainings excellent and if somebody was outside of the church looking in what would they see that was different because they had done tempo mm -hmm. with um, pastors uh, they started to delegate or um, delegate uh, different activities not to do from because at the beginning it was very hard to explain them that uh, um, not uh, it, it is not necessary that pastors do everything and uh, he uh, they said okay I, I can um, give teaching to others to serve others and uh, but in the end they they, um, they understood that they have to work in teams 
and God gave them a lot of uh, gifts. And in the result, they um, delegate uh, different um, um, tasks to youth in their church. They, I, I saw that uh, they gave more freedom to the youth. And in the result, um, uh, they opened different kind of clubs for youth and unbelievers came. And now they have some that uh, came to God. And um, it, it, it's our campus. Uh, we have, uh, and in the result of Tampa with uh, senior pastor, uh, they gave us to youth um, Tempo a team. And they said, okay, we are ready to work with them and we are ready to help them. And in the result, uh, this team, um, they started to be a team when we start Tempo. It were six person. And uh, they, uh, they had meetings with 45, 60, 60 unbelievers uh, every week. And um, uh, then uh, after one month, they opened uh, for their church for two hours in the evening. And uh, um, the youth from uh, community uh, could come and play and have uh, with them um, free discussion. And uh, they paid one youth from their church to, to be there and to wait with you from community. It's uh, from one church. Uh, other church, it's my church. We have a, a group from my church and uh, we have we an excellent team. I didn't expect, I didn't uh, thought that this person will come in this group because I gave her all the, all the youth and I said, okay, who have a heart for other youths who want to serve? And I was surprised when uh, when um, uh, the people raised their hand, and I didn't expect that this person, because if this person, um, many of them didn't come to church regularly, they weren't um, engaged in church. And I said, okay, it's maybe it's challenging because I don't know how they will finish tempo. But after the first meeting, they gathered, they, they started to be a team, and they start to do activities of youth. And um, they, we had uh, some activities with se uh, 70, 70 um, uh, people from community, young students, uh, yeah. And uh, they work with them and they may keep with them in touch. Their mind is changed and now they said, okay, we have to serve more. And I, I am very happy that they understand about holistic mission because um, till this time everything was in the church. Mm -hmm. How how to uh, how we can um, feel uh, uh, how to develop the relationship between the church, but now they are looking outside the church. And they said um, I was very happy when uh, when uh, um, leader because they have now a leader, mm -hmm. and he said, okay, we have to think what can we do for our community, how we can help the people that need. In our church, it's not so usual this. And I, I didn't, uh, I didn't say them about this. They from this, uh, they make a lot of things, a lot of things that I didn't expect. And um, now they are thinking how to help in the coronavirus. Um, they work in this side. I phoned them, I spoke with them, and they said, okay, we are thinking how to help maybe the old uh, person that can't go to buy um, medicines or food or. But at that time, it was ex exciting. I was to their, <clears throat> to their meeting, but we have a, uh, a team from a church where pastors um, uh, were not to temple. And for them, it's a little bit harder 
Right. So the youth team, they have done tempo, but their church pastors have not. And, and they're finding it a little bit harder to bring about, to make changes. Yes, yes. Because the, the other church, the pastors uh, was in the first uh, temple and for, they um, uh, encourage the young. They, uh, they give them freedom. But in another church, they, they, they don't give them freedom. They have a lot of ideas, but they move very slowly. And I have to encourage them very much to be patient, to pray a lot for pastors, not to be rebellion. We said we, it's not the goal of the temple. Then they said, okay, why God say to me these things? I can't do these things in my church. And I said, okay, you have to be patient and to pray. If God uh, let you to come to temple, uh, for sure he wants to make changes in your church. But you have to go with God, not for yourself. It's not so quick uh, moving. But uh, I see how God's, uh, how God's work, not only um, to changing uh, the atmosphere in the church, but how God's changed their, their behavior, their uh, character. Character? Mm, character, yeah. <laughs> yes. I like this program very much because uh, it's changed firstly the person that came, and then they can, can, church, uh, can change the atmosphere in the church and then in the society, in the community. That's, oh, that's so good to hear. But in a lot of ways, it feels like things are quite different now. For the last two months, things have been very different. Um, could you tell me a little bit about the impact of coronavirus in Moldova? Yes, it has a great impact because we didn't, we wasn't ready for this um, virus, especially in political, in medicine, in uh, uh, maybe more ready was only um, schools, schools maybe, mm -hmm. uh, because uh, in this area they can uh, make father the lessons, but not very ready because it was a lot of problems here too. They don't know the programs. It's for 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 little um, for youngest. It's easier because they have one teacher, but where they have m more teachers, it's different programs. I I have a girl in. Uh, uh, that has 17 years and I have a boy seven years and for the boy it's easy they have he has only one teacher it's one program it's easy but with the girl it, it's house <laughs> house a lot of teachers they want everyone wants his program how to attend and it, it's hard but uh, it goes slowly but goes but with medicine we have a lot of doctors that get uh, got coronavirus doctors and uh, now it's a problem to go to go to them because you don't know who is health and who is sick and because we don't have equipment for them um, and everyone uh, many of persons stays at home but our government uh, asked us to stay at home not to and um, now uh, we had two weeks that everyone had to stay at homes only some person that um, they have a special card and they can go to work it's um, where it's necessary they can't go it's yes. necessary to go it's yeah you and now they um, uh, yesterday said it will be 10 more days where we have to stay at homes and it's the same category of person that can go to work with this card and uh, for churches it was unexpected too yes and because the perf uh, um, in, in our country, it's a mouth. 
with coronavirus because last last month we met. So it's a month that churches haven't been meeting now. Yes, yes, and for them, um, first uh, f first two weeks was like okay, we'll pass it to two weeks, and then uh, because government said two weeks, so we don't have right to together, and everyone was very relaxed. But in the third week, <laughs> it was like a panic. And uh, uh, everyone just started to to think, what can we do? And when I phoned, they said, okay, we don't know how or what to do, how we can um, support others, not in outside the church, but they they they, uh, they didn't know how to support the person who are in the church. And um, uh, I I spoke with them uh, um, last week in the in the fourth week. Uh, in that time, already they uh, are more mobilized. Someone uh, has some Sunday services, and um, in, uh, in, during the week they phone uh, every members and uh, ask if they need help. And now they try to think how to um, use the technique. For my church, it was easier because we are gathering in uh, in uh, ch home churches, mm. and um, practical every person have uh, a leader. A local leader in home church and it's easier because we we know our person and we found them and we we see what they need and we help them and now we have through zoom have um, meetings with them and we support them and uh, we encourage them to help others because they are in their villages many of us we live in city in Chisinau but many of um, person went to their parents in villages and uh, they have parents that are not unbelievers and I said okay it's not only the time for equip ourselves in the God but it's a time when we have to be a light and we encourage them to pray for others to help maybe and they said okay you have to see if you have some uh, not only me but um, with leaders who decided if you have some person that need help you can be in uh, but not to be to make it in a um, protect um, way are you mm -hmm. seeing um, a difference in how people are responding between the cities and the villages? Is there a different response in those different places? Yes, it's different. In I think in cities, they mobilized more quickly. In villages, they had meetings, but they didn't have right to have these meetings. And now uh, for them, it's hard because um, we have um, persons that are not so good in technique because they are more uh, elder. For them, it's harder. I spoke with some pastors. For them, it's, past, uh, it's harder. And they said, okay, how can we do in this situation? I said, okay, I will pray with you. And uh, we, we will have a meeting uh, the next uh, week. They have to think with the team what they can do, what tools they have. Uh, and then uh, I, I make some coaching with them in this because uh, last time it was for them was shocking. <laughs> and uh, it was only like an encouragement that God is in control and uh, he has his ways. And only we have to... to catch these ways <laughs> and uh, yeah we'll see but it's um, it's different it's different in cities it's um, it's other situation and i think in city person are more individual mm -hmm. and uh, they are stay at home and they don't have such um for them it's easier i think 
but in villages where communities they are more closer and for them it's harder not to have contact direct contact with someone and they have a lot of in in the villages are many old people that are believers and they have to be in touch with them because they don't have a, their children are abroad many of them and they are single at home and they have challenges in in this period they they are looking um, how to respond to this situation and now our church it's not uh, um, in moldova churches only now are uh, are are looking uh, how they can survive in this situation and how they can help but i can say that um, they are more um, they are looking god now more in prayers uh, between churches we um, uh, had some specific days where we pray together from the through the um, uh, someone uh, we gather in zoom or in other programs but more knows and in the same times we are praying and um, uh, and they said okay we understood i spoke with many leaders and they said i understand why this uh, time is important because um, every believers understand that uh, meeting with god is not only in sunday but every day and the church is in our family and many, many families started to read together to pray together they they, they didn't have this time before and uh, i saw that um, even it's um, a hard situation but god moves in this situation and um, uh, now i think it's not so important that you are a baptist or charismatic or because you are brother or orthodox <laughs> everyone spoke about god i said okay you have to, to cry to god and to ask him to help us there there are some pluses <laughs> and uh, in in yes in what's happened but we have to be more organized to help others the most problem now is how to uh, speak about god to unbelievers how to get them how to if for young people it's easier they i, I spoke with my youth temple team and they said okay it's a great time because many colleagues from from um, universities from colleges uh, they wrote them and said okay you spoke uh, uh, earlier about one god please tell me about him who is he how is he and they said okay it's so, it's so surprising for me that they asked me so because they have technique they have different ways but for older, it's a little bit um, harder. How are you, as in a vista in Moldova, how are you helping church leaders uh, think about holistic mission uh, in their communities? Yes, I, um, I, uh, I, I said that uh, last week, I, I, I can't say that I made coaching with them. I said we, we will meet next week, but um, we have some discussion. A discussion I wanted to do see where they are because in the first uh, weeks i said they, they were very relaxed i said okay everything will be okay and i couldn't go farther but last week i i spoke with them and um, uh, they said i said okay we have to uh, they said we have to think about this and i asked them some question okay how are you how are you doing what do you think what god wants to do in this time what god wants uh, from uh, um, from us that we have problems and it was more with question 
and they have to think at home on this question and last uh, um, next week we have meeting and um, it it will be a zoom meeting not only on the phone and uh, not only with the pastor but with um, more person from um, their church and uh, I, I think we'll pass more through questions not with my advices because in the, in every community they have their specific uh, situation their specific context i can't say that i help them a lot now only encourage them we'll see next week how we'll go uh, they now are thinking because in the beginning they thought more about the person in their church and uh, when i asked what about the person that are outside the church because in this time God wants to reach them too or to get them to to his kingdom and said okay we have think about this how to do and um, yes to be to respect the law our Moldovan law because it's now um urgency urgency situation urgency situation urgent yes yeah, situation urgent. and we are very limited and they have to see how they can move in this situation. And we'll see, we'll see. Now I, I phone them and I speak with them. And with youth, I had a Zoom already with some teams, with pastors now, with pastors on the phone I spoke. And... Um, that is good. Is there anything else interesting that's happening for you that you would like to, to tell me about? Uh, yes, I think, uh, yes, there or some days ago, I, because um, I was praying, God, what do you want to do in this situation of Vinovista? Like, I understand that um, now it's a period when we have to prepare church. It's like, um, it's a period for preparing and we have to prepare church after the coronavirus will, will go. Uh, the church has to be prepared to to work because i see in this situation many persons are um, interested in god and for me i i, I know i think how to help them to be ready after coronavirus to work and like for me it's like god gave this period especially for this uh, like after this something will happen i don't know how it's in your country but in my country it's like a hunger for mm -hmm. god and um, now I'm thinking how to lead them in this and uh, to work on this, to be ready. It's, it's for me now, it, it, this is for me, not only how to work in, in the situation of coronavirus, but to be ready after this virus will pass, to go in society and, um, and spoke about God and um, not to make something i don't know yes. at the moment what to make but to be ready that is encouraging because uh, you're right this virus will pass there will be a time after this where we will come back together as church in one place but also to then to to look to our communities and to to celebrate that it is finished and and to to draw them in and and give them opportunities to to meet with god and finally, um, how could we pray for you? How can, how can we uh, here in our country uh, pray for you and for your country? First of all, uh, that God gave us wisdom, how to be in this situation for us like in Ovista and for leaders here in Moldova. Other point that I want to 
it's uh, for our economical situation because this virus um, yes can impact very much our economical situation uh, it, it wasn't very very good but now <laughs> yeah i hope it it will be okay and if you can pray for this we will we will uh pray for for you for your church and and for your country and that uh that this virus would pass and that uh that your country would would flourish um economically uh, and spiritually amen amen thank you maricella it's been lovely to speak to you today and uh, thank you so much for the work that you do for in vista and the way you are supporting churches helping church leaders uh, reach out to their communities thank you to you <laughs> thank you i hope you've been inspired and encouraged hearing about church and ministry leaders in moldova as they seek to change their communities with the hope of Jesus, thanks to the training that Marichella and Dima have brought to them. And if you'd like to help more church and ministry leaders in hard to reach and unlikely places, then it would be great if you could make a donation today. There are leaders in places like Moldova and Ukraine, Central Asian Republic, Siberian Russia, who want to make a difference to the people around them, show them the hope of Jesus in a time of struggle. If you could go over to our website, innervista.org forward slash give, you'll find there opportunities to support those church and ministry leaders. As I said at the beginning, the need for leadership is greater now than it's ever been. <laughs>